To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, episode 118. For October 18th, 2015. Well, welcome everybody to our Periscope experiment. We're yes. hoping. <laughs> yes, we usually like to be behind the camera, not in front of it. So yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this because I'm not really comfortable being <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm not comfortable being in front of the camera either. But, uh, you know, hey, we live in the uh, the uh, 1800s, right? The, the, the 19th right. century. Isn't it the 19th century? Yep, and sometimes you just have to step out of your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, you got to step out of your comfort zone. So, we're gonna we're gonna you know if this works, if people like it, maybe we'll um, we'll uh, try doing something different next time so that we can be on the same feed. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Because I'm on you know for for people who are who are actually watching, uh, I'm on at Storyteller Al and Joyce is on Tales Podcast. Um, uh, Periscope feed, and per- Periscope is is kind of what is it like a it's like a um, I don't know Twitter thing right for yep. live video feeds. I think so, so. It ties directly into to Twitter, so that'll be cool. Yep. Don't you think? I think that is right on. Well, finally, we're getting fall-like weather here. We are. We've had lots of rainy days, and finally out of the hundreds. So yeah. that's always a good thing. Yeah. Well, anytime it dips below a hundred. We're you, we're bundling up. It's like whoo, time to get the fire pit ready. Yeah. But yeah, boy, it's, it's it's been nice the the last couple of days. Yes, um, and Al's daughter came to visit us from Cleveland. Yeah, so. my my daughter Amanda came to visit from. She lives in Cleveland, where she's a gas passer, <laughs> an anesthesiologist assistant or anesthesiologist, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, she she's one of the people that's. Uh, in charge of putting you to sleep when you have any kind of surgery. And um, she had um, some kind of medical conference out here in Scottsdale. Yeah. And uh, and it just happened to coincide with Al's birthday, which was Monday. Yeah, yeah. So we had to celebrate and have a nice time with her. Yeah, my birthday. I don't celebrate birthdays anymore. Anybody else not celebrate birthdays out there? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? No. Okay, but anyway, yeah. Um, hey, who's out there? Who's out there in Periscope Land? Anybody out there on my Periscope? Give me a little harder, a high, or something. Rick said, "Happy birthday to you." Oh, oh, so Rick switched over to yours. Oh, he did. Rick, you traitor. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, that was fun um, having Amanda here, although. Our dog, Kate, wasn't very fond of that, was she? No, she wasn't. No. But now she's looking for it. I know. Kate's kind of a fickle... Kate is kind of a fickle doggy. Um, The entire time Amanda was here, every time Amanda moved... And I'm not kidding. Whenever she moved, Kate would bark. I mean, she would shift in her chair, and Kate would start barking at her. Um, uh, She eventually warmed up a little bit to where she was letting uh, Amanda pet her. But, um, yeah, uh, Kate just kept barking at her. And then when Amanda left, she she actually left to go stay with my sister for a couple of days while she was here, too. And um, after Amanda left, 
Kate's just running around the house looking for her. It's like, where are you? It's like, oh my goodness. Well, she left because you wouldn't leave her alone. That's why. Yeah. Yes. So what else fun is going on? Not much. Um, as I shared with you guys a couple months ago, I decided to start school again. Yeah, Joyce is starting school again. So then after I made the decision that I was going to start school, I changed my mind and said I didn't want to. But then I've changed my mind yet again, and I start <laughs> school on Tuesday. Yeah. So, this will be a good degree, degree program that, that Joyce is starting. Yeah, this is more in line with what I do, and it can Yes, yeah, she me. is. She's very smart. Rick said you're very smart. Oh. So, anyways, I <laughs> don't know how I'm going to feel about doing homework and stuff again. But, you uh, know. I think you'll be fine. Sometimes you just got to do stuff to advance, even you do. if you don't want to. So, yeah, well, it'll be okay, though. It will be. You are, you are very smart. You don't give yourself enough credit. That's the problem. You don't. All right. I don't know if you guys can hear both sides of this I don't know conversation, if, yeah. but anyways. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, speaking of uh, frustration, <laughs> curtain shopping. Anybody out there shop for curtains recently? Drapes, anything like that? It is the biggest hassle in the world. Yep, definitely is. Yeah, so Joyce's, Joyce's parents decided that, you know, for for our for our anniversary and uh, a Christmas gift, they were going to buy cr- uh, curtains, drapes for us, um, for our patio door. Because we have had, um, what are those, Venetian blinds or what are those? The vertical blinds. Yeah, vertical blinds um, on the door. And they were falling apart. You know, they're 10 years old and they were just really bleh, garbage. And we wanted to replace them. So they, uh, Joyce's parents graciously said, hey, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll send you the money. Just pick out whatever you want. And we thought, well, this would be easy. So we measured our, you know, the the spot that needs the curtains, and it's it's like 120 inches wide, right? Yep. By 108 in, long. Well, from from the top of the um, the door frame to the bottom of the floor is 95 inches. But in order to get the curtains to fit properly. They have to be 108 inches. And we're thinking, okay, that's, you know, other than the fact that it's 108, there's a lost reference for you. Yeah, lost reference. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Um, You know, we thought, okay, this is going to be kind of easy. Bull. No. Nobody carries 108 inch uh, length uh, curtains in the store. Nobody. So we started looking around and found, Joyce found something on jcpennies.com. And we wanted blackout curtains, you know, so that, you know, room darkening curtains. And um, we ordered them, hung them, which, you know, it's another one of those 15-minute project things where it says, you know, it'll only take, it'll take less than 30 minutes to hang the curtain rod. (laughs) If you have people that are, oh, hopefully that doesn't make you sound bad. It does. (laughs) (laughs) If you have people that are. That are handyman challenged like me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it took it took us like I don't know two hours, at least two hours. Well, and that's because you had to drill into this metal flashing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Why they built our house the way they did, I have, I have no, no idea. idea. No, I I really don't know. But it was a nightmare. Got the curtains hung up there. Didn't really like them because they're a little bit darker than what we um, what we wanted, and. Um, you know, they were okay, but this by the time we got them all finished and, and hung, it was probably nine o'clock at night, <laughs> yeah. eight o'clock at night, 
And we thought, okay, well, let's just see what they look like in the morning. Morning rolls around. The sun starts peeking through, and more light comes through those room darkening curtains than ever with our um, with our vertical blinds. It was, and I took a couple pictures. I can post them on Facebook. Um, oh, Rick said he's watching both feeds, one on his iPhone and one on his laptop. That's a good idea, Rick. That is a good idea. Yeah, so anybody out there watching me wants to, to see Joyce too, just log into both on two different things. See, Rick is smart too. Yes. Yeah, you guys are smart. I'm outclassed here. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it was crazy. Just so much light was coming through. So, you know, we, we decided to return them and start looking again. And it took us forever to find anything. It's just crazy. It is crazy. But we finally found something. Uh, that we will be, uh, we should be getting them in the, uh, well, I don't want to say mail, but th- they should be shipped to us soon. And uh, yeah, if you hear a disturbance in the force sometime next week, like the sound of a million voices crying out, that's me trying to put the stupid things back <laughs> up. <laughs> yes. Okay, so enough about our curtain fiasco. <laughs> yeah. So what else is going on with you? Um. Well... I'm going to do something that I don't do often, and I'm going to watch a Patriots game today. Joyce is going to watch a Patriots game. Ooh. Only because they're playing the Colts. They're playing the Colts, yeah. Joyce's so. favorite team is the Colts. Yes. So this will be their first rematch since the deflate gate. So, um, <laughs> deflate gate. So anyways, it's going to be interesting. Um, I won't be watching it. Yeah. So I just hope they don't win, and I'm just going to leave it at that. You, you hope that the Colts don't win? No, I hope the Patriots oh, don't win. Oh, the Patriots, win. okay. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. So the only other thing that I really have is, you know, last um, on our last podcast, we talked about how Mickey's Halloween party was sold out. Yeah, the, two, the 2015 Mickey's Halloween party at Disneyland is completely sold out, and it sold out quick. Yeah, so today, and I'm not even really sure how I came across it, but um, I found that people are selling um, their tickets on StubHub. So it's not just like one or two. Some people are selling like up to 10 tickets. Um, Some of them include parking and some of them don't. But the thing that's disturbing is that they're selling them for over $500 per ticket. Yeah. Um, and of course, some of them aren't that high, but it just makes me really sad that people are profiting off of, yeah, off of this because you know there's people that have like family traditions. Um, they're going there to you know make memories, and you have these people that that have purchased these tickets just to make a profit off of it, and just not real crazy no, about it. No, it's wrong. And and now we know why they sold out so quickly, because people were scooping them up to sell them, and that's that's garbage. That's yeah. absolute garbage. You know, I'm, we're not going to go on a rant about this any more than we, you know, already have, but it, it's wrong when you do that and you take advantage of people. It's just not right. Yeah, and I know that it happens during the D23 Expo, and, yeah. you know, other um, football games and things like that, but that doesn't mean that we're happy about it. So, no. no. Yeah. Well, let's move on to happier things. Okay. So, I, what else is going on? Well, I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting the recording of "Wisdom of Walt: Leadership Lessons from the Happiest Place on Earth" by Jeff Barnes. Now, this is such a cool book. Um, there, there's a lot of books out there 
like management style books. But this one is kind of, it's a little bit different. It's leadership, how you can be a leader dreamer type person for your entire life. And uh, Jeff, Jeff Barnes, who wrote it, uh, he uses Disneyland as, as his backdrop for, for the book. And he, he, puts, he puts so many things in there that I, I never knew, Joyce never knew, about Disneyland. I and I thought that I knew almost everything yeah, so there was I. to know about Disneyland. Yeah. In but. fact, okay, here, here's one. And I, I know you know this, Joyce, because I, I told you that, was it last night, I think it was. Yes. You know how when you leave Disneyland uh, in the middle of the day and you plan on coming back, they, they stamp your hand. Mm-hmm. They stamp your left hand. Do you know why they always stamp your left hand? I do now because you told me, but I'll let you share that. Because Walt Disney was left-handed, just like me. Walt Disney was left-handed, and they stamp your left hand in honor of Walt Disney. That's awesome. So for those of you that are on Periscope that may not... Um, oh, jo- Joyce is going Yeah, Joyce is going to interpret for people yes. who are on her Periscope. So in case you weren't able to hear outside, um, so the question that he asked is, you know, when you leave the park for re-entry, and they always stamp your hand. If you've noticed, they stamp your left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question was, do you know why they stamp your left hand? And it's because Walt was left-handed. So to to honor him, that's why they, they always stamp your left hand when you leave the park. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to have Jeff on in a couple of weeks to chat about, you know, the book and all things Disneyland. And, and he is just... He's a great source of Disneyland knowledge, so we're excited about having him on. Yes, very excited. Yeah. I'm sure that I'm going to learn a lot more of about Disneyland that, you know, like yeah. I said, I thought that I knew almost everything there was to know, but I I'm know. finding out that <laughs> I don't. So. I know. I'm going to really enjoy <laughs> narrating this book, and, and, and we'll give you more information um, what, about when this, this book should be out. By November 1st, yeah. yeah, at the very latest. So uh, we'll have some review copies to give away, too. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, Joyce and I had a date, well, not date night, but a date day on Friday, and we went to go see The Martian. That movie was awesome. It was. It was really good. What'd you th- what did you think about the movie, Joyce? Not, okay, now, I listened to the audiobook version by R.C. Bray, and uh, the audiobook was fantastic. And I remember... When I started listening to it, I told Joyce right away, this is going to make an awesome movie if they ever turn it into a movie. And um, and uh, it turns out, you know, they did make it into a movie. But uh, I loved the audiobook. R.C. Bray did a wonderful, wonderful job of bringing the character of uh, Mark Watney to life. He gave him the perfect amount of sarcasm and wit, and it was just perfect. Um, but Joyce, what did you think of the movie version, not knowing anything about the audiobook? I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's it? That's yeah. your review? It was well, very good. Well, I don't want to give away any spoilers <laughs> because it's a fairly new movie. But yeah, yes, fairly, it was yeah. it was very good. So my um, rating scale of a movie is whether or not I fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Joyce's rating scale on any movie, be it you know at the theater or at home, is if she falls asleep... Right away, not a good movie. If yeah. she falls asleep, you know, within, you know, I'd say 30 minutes to an hour, it's an okay movie. But if she doesn't fall asleep during a movie, it's fantastic. Yes, so I stayed awake. And Joy stayed awake for The Martian. Yeah. I did. It was. And it was, it was a fantastic movie. The special effects were unbelievable. Um, 
you know, it's just it, everything about the movie was great. So it's definitely something you should go see at the theater because it's great on the big screen. So yes, and we also finally saw Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland was excellent. We saw Tomorrowland today. Well, that sounds weird. <laughs> Visit yes. Tomorrowland today. So it was excellent. It was. I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was an excellent movie. It was, it was an excellent movie. Definitely an excellent movie. There's a lot of people out there who hated the movie, and, and they were just ripping it apart on social media. Um, I, I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe they were expecting something different, but I thought Tomorrowland was excellent. I did, too. And it was another movie I stayed awake for. Yeah, so. Joe stayed awake for that one, too. It was different than what I thought it was going to be, but... Maybe maybe that's why people didn't like it, because they expected it to be Disneyland, mm-hmm. Tomorrowland, but it was something completely different. Oh, who's, uh, Rick said, we tried to rent Tomorrowland, but it was out. Yeah, yeah, Rick. It's it's a very popular movie. Try again next weekend, because it was it was definitely, yeah, definitely and worth it. Don't you have pay-per-view, Rick? You should try pay-per-view. And I don't... Well, I don't know what the rating was, but it's, it's a, not... I think it's a, P, it's a PG-13 movie. Yeah, so it's not... You know, it's not a bad movie. There's no, you know, bad language or anything there's like that. There's a few cuss words, but it's TV cuss words at, at worst. Yeah, but there is a little bit of violence. So it's not, you know, for the family. So yeah. it's definitely not a family movie. Well, sure it is a family movie. Not for little kids. Uh, Rick says $6 versus $1.49. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, so, that makes financial sense, dude. Yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not for little kids. I would sure. say Why, why that wouldn't you say it would be for little kids? I wouldn't let anyone under five watch it. Well, I wouldn't be taking anyone under five to a movie. <laughs> yeah, but for five and over, I think yeah. it's okay. All right, so maybe five and over. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. I guess you're right, because there is a little bit of violence in it. That Okay, I can see what you mean. All right, yeah, yeah I, that makes sense. Okay. So, uh, do you have anything else you want to share with everybody for, before we go off Periscope? Nope. Anybody want to say anything to us on Periscope before we say goodbye? No? Bueller? Bueller? Bueller like my shirt? Okay. Uh, well, for those for of you that watch this after we broadcast it on Twitter, um, like your feedback. Want to know what you think of it, if it's something you know, you'd know you want us to do again. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. If you, li- if you liked it, if you liked what we're doing... Um, let us know, uh, you know, if you're watching it after the fact. Let us know what you think and if this is something that you'd be interested to see uh, some other time. Like maybe a Google Hangout would be a little bit different because then Joyce and I could both be on, on, on the same feed and maybe we could do the whole show that way. Yeah. So for those of you that are watching this and are new to our podcast, um, so we start out each one of our podcasts with the host chat. We just talk about things that are going on in our lives and um, you know, anything that we want to share that doesn't fall into the, the format of the shows, you know, the topics that we do. So i um, like to have your feedback for anyone new out there and, um, you know, just what you think about it. And All right. Well, stay tuned because we have a special Halloween freestyling episode coming up for you today. All things Halloween. Yeah. So thanks oh. for joining us on Periscope. Yep. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you later, pal. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Freestyling. Halloween style. Okay, now, hopefully you guys remember how this goes. We, uh, we have a series of questions that we will ask, and then each one of us will in turn answer with our, you know, 
answers. <laughs> so, Joyce, do you want to go first with our Halloween-themed freestyling? Sure. Okay. Okay, so here's the first question. Halloween at Disneyland is one of the best times to visit the happiest place on Earth. There are plenty of things to do and see at Disneyland for the Halloween season, but the two biggest are the Happiest Haunts Tour and Mickey's Halloween Party. If you could pick only one event, which one would it be and why? Well, for me, of course, the Happiest Haunts Tour. We did go to Mickey's Halloween Party one year. It was quite a few years ago, right? Maybe four years ago, five years ago. Four years ago, maybe. Yeah. And uh, and it, and it was it was awesome fun. I, we we loved it. I mean, that was the we got the the face painting. Remember that? I yes. was a robot and you were uh, a bat or something like that. But really, it's it's mostly for kids and, and grown ups who have kids. Mm-hmm. It, don't get me wrong; it is fun, and I think you should you should experience uh, Mickey's Halloween party at least once. You know, when you can buy tickets and not from StubHub. Um, but um, it really is for kids. And I just, I loved the Happiest Haunt store. It was so much fun and so interactive. What about you? Um, so like you, I said, you know, that we've experienced both events in the past. Um, I enjoyed both of them, but I would choose the Happiest Haunts tour as well. Why? Um, the reason I chose the Happiest Haunts tour is because of the park history, the mm-hmm. ghost stories, the souvenirs, and, you know, just... The interaction yeah. with the other guests and the cast members. Yeah, that, it was fun. It was fun. Okay. Question number two. If you could give any attraction at Disneyland or Disney California Adventure a Halloween-themed overlay, which one would it be and why? So I said that I would give Redwood Creek Challenge Ooh. Trail a Halloween-themed overlay. Um, I would replace the up theme with some fun yet spooky Halloween decorations. And I know that you're probably saying, (laughs) yes, we have that across the Esplanade at Disneyland at Big Thunder Ranch. But we all know that this is the last year. So um, I suggest moving it over there. And I would replace Jack and Sally with maybe like a Toy Story terror theme or something like that. That's funny you should say that. Because I said Toy Story Mania. Oh. They could drop the lighting inside the attraction, you know, make it kind of dark and spooky. Maybe put some black lights in there with things that glow. And then on the screens, you know, with all the targets, mm-hmm. transform them into monsters and, and, and stuff like that that you would have to, you know, dispose of. And they could call it Toy Story of Terror. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, next question. So the next question, what is your favorite Halloween overlay attraction? Well, anybody who's ever listened to the show, anybody who knows me knows the answer to this, and that is the Haunted Mansion, of course. I love the Nightmare Before Christmas holiday overlay. It is absolutely fantastic. And I think that was the very first, it was, wasn't it? The very first time I ever rode the Haunted Mansion was during... The um, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Yep, because our first day there, they were closed because they were still. Yeah, know. they were doing. Yeah, they were finishing it up. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, I just I, I'm not a big huge fan of the movie. I mean, the movie's okay, but the overlay uh, at at uh, at the Haunted Mansion is is great. And I love the smells, like when you're going through the ballroom scene, the um, the gingerbread smell. 
Mm-hmm. It's so great, and I, I actually recreated that smell with some, ba- you know, with some uh, burning oils that I have, and, and I think it's uh, there's a couple of oils that I burn along with a candle that actually smells just like that. So, yeah, I love it. So, what's your favorite Halloween overlay? Well, again, for anyone that listens to the show, <laughs> <laughs> I said Space Mountain, um, but I love Space Mountain, and I like. Them. Q scrapey cream and I like the um, the Halloween overlay. It is kind of glitchy and it does go down from time to time, yeah. but it's still just so much fun. Like when you're going through the darkness and then the monsters just jump out at you. Creepy screams, um, creepy screams, yeah. creepy screams, creepy screams. So right. it just gives it a different a different <laughs> feel, and it's kind of yeah. like scarier and spookier and but it's Vomitier. so much fun no <laughs> yeah it is okay so which halloween decorations do you like more the ones on main street usa or the ones in frontierland so i said and again this is just my opinion without a doubt main street usa really? i love Why? I love the big pumpkin the decorations on the street lamps the balconies the window decorations I just love it because mm-hmm. you walk in, you know, you walk through Town Square and it's like right there, and and I just like it more than Frontierland. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, I don't like any of them. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Like you, uh, I, I, Main Street USA. I, I like them both very much, but I think I like Main Street USA much more because of all the things you said, and it's a more homey kind of feeling like what Walt's hometown might have been like, you know, during during Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, it was the very first Halloween decorations I ever saw at the resort was right there on Main Street USA and it's just so cool. Okay. So, you have the final question. Okay. So, final question. Would you rather be a pumpkin carver at Big Thunder Ranch or the Happiest Haunts tour guide? Hmm, I think I'd rather be a pumpkin. Oh, that wasn't one of the... Okay. <laughs> of course, the Happiest Haunts tour guide. I think that would rock so much. Um, I, it's a great... You know, if if you haven't been on the Happiest Haunts tour, do yourself a humongous favor and, and take the tour. Yes, it's, it costs a little bit, but it, it's it's something that, that you're going to remember for years to come. I mean... We we did the tour several years ago, and I still remember it like it was, you know, today or yesterday, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but it was fun. It's so much fun. And you get to go on so many uh, attractions that are, you know, all the attractions that are themed for, for uh, Halloween, you get to go on. And the cool thing about it is they take you right up to the front of the line. Yeah, and I don't want to give any of, you know, no spoilers, but... There's a fun surprise at the end of the... There is. Yeah. A very fun surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, what about you? Well, I said both would be a dream come true, but I would also choose the Happiest Haunts Tour Guide. Um, So, the tour guide has more interaction with the guest um, because, you know, if you're carving pumpkins, you have to focus on on that. Yeah. Um, But you just get to share, you know, the park history and... Um, and some of the tour guides go on some of the attractions. Um, so it's just, it's just fun. It would just be lots of fun to be a tour guide. So what about you guys? What would your answers to 
any of those questions be? We want to hear about them. Joyce, where can they send those? They can send those to talespodcast at cox.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Tips from the Mouse House. So the closer we get to Halloween, the busier certain attractions will be at Disneyland, especially those with the Halloween overlays, like the Haunted Mansion and Space Mountain. <laughs> so keep in mind when visiting the park and use the FastPass system whenever possible. That's right. Now we've mentioned this many, 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 many times on the show. Stop and take it all in. At any time of the year, Disneyland is a great place to just, you know, absorb the sights and sounds of... Well, fun. I mean, really. That I don't even know how else to put it. It's just that Disneyland epitomizes fun. So stop and smell the corn dogs. But during the Halloween season, it's so much better. Take some time to slow down and pay attention to all the decorations, special Halloween costume dressed characters, and the smells. There are all kinds of great smells on Main Street that you won't experience any other time of the year. Well, that's episode 118 wrapped up in a up periscope experiment. 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 <laughs> hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. We've still got some excellent sponsorship opportunities available. If you're interested in helping keep Tales on the air, drop us a line at talespodcast at cox.net. We even have some segment sponsorship offers as well. And don't forget to check out, oh heck, subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash Podcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there. You're not going to want to miss them. Trust me. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to all your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at stitcher.com or in your app stores. Stitcher, smart radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You can also catch the latest episodes of our favorite shows on Stitcher, podcasts like Stories of the Magic, Take Him With You, the Packers Fan Podcast, and many more. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do. We sure do. Just go over to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House podcast and be sure to like us while you're there. That's right. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we need to hear them. And we'd like to take a moment to thank our great sponsors from Patreon, our great friend Randy Crane and our great friend Scott L. Peterson. Thank you both for being Patreon patrons. Yes, thank you. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. We really need your positive feedback and ratings. Five stars would help push the show up in the ratings. So if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? That would sure help the show be found easier. As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. Leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23. Send us a tweet or message on Facebook or just think happy thoughts our way. 
This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and copyrights of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your homes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Ho-ho. So, how do you think that Periscope thing went? I think it went okay. Yeah? But the thing that was hard for me was I saw that people were typing stuff, but oh. they just went up on the screen so fast and then wow. went away. Plus, my phone was on the other side of the recording station, so... You couldn't see it. I couldn't see you it. You needed your bifocals. Hey, I couldn't see it, and I couldn't reach my phone to respond. Oh, so No, no, you don't respond that way. You talk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the 1980s. Should we do it again? Do what again? Should we do Periscope again sometime? Oh, yeah. Hey, what do you guys think? Anybody still listening? Is anybody listening? Is there anybody out there? Let us know. Okay, we got to go. Bye-bye.